What up, what up? You already know what it is. It's the Papino podcast with me, Vita Morales, um, the official podcast of the band King Lobster Crew. And I only say that because probably most of you don't already know what it is. But uh, if you do and you're coming back, thanks for coming back. Um, this week I have another music recommendation slash discussion uh, to send to your eardrums. Uh this week we're doing Los Straight Jackets, Channel Surfing, which is an EP that they released last year. And the personnel was Eddie Angel on guitar, Greg Townsend on guitar, Pete Curry on bass, and Chris Sprague on drums. And uh, basically what they've done here is that they've uh, released this, they've made this four-track EP where uh, every song is a, a cover uh, from like a, like a TV theme song. So they've uh, they have a cover of the Game of Thrones theme song, a medley, uh, which is the Dancing with the Stars theme song, as well as the Sex in the City theme song, the Fishin' Hole, which is the theme from the Andy Griffiths show, and a Shokin' Farewell, which is the theme from Ken Burns' Civil War. Uh, I'm going to be honest, I've only ever watched Game of Thrones from all from all of those TV shows that I that I just mentioned. I tried to watch Ken Burns' Civil War, but I found it incredibly boring i don't know why probably because i tried to watch it as a kid um maybe i'll give it another chance someday but uh, by and large i think that uh ken burns documentaries at least the ones that i've seen are um masturbatory in a way like he i don't know it just seems like he's kind of self-indulgent but that's neither here nor there um what i want to say i'm not actually going to play uh Sorry, I cut myself off. Um, I'm not actually going to play musical examples from this EP because it's only four tracks. So if I did that, I'd just be giving most of it away. And I, as as much as I do encourage you to like listen to the album beforehand, just so that like what I say might make more sense to you. Um, I understand that half of the people listening are not going to do that anyway. So uh, I sort of want to toe that line between... Um, giving content for people that do listen to it beforehand and also uh, kind of um, piquing people's curiosity uh, in the case where they don't actually listen to the uh, album beforehand. And since this is so short, I just don't want to give anything away. Um, so yeah, what do I want to say about this? Um, I'll, I'll preface it by saying that no band needs a gimmick, but every band needs an image. And I think that that's something that those straight jackets do very, very well. Because um, if you if you're unfamiliar for the uninitiated, uh, those straight jackets have been around basically since '94. Even though they played their very first gigs like back in the day, sometime in the late '80s, uh, but they broke up and then they came back in '94 and have kind of been going strong ever since. They are a surf rock band from Tennessee, and they make a point of. Um, wearing luchador masks when they play live and uh, sometimes actually wearing uh, suits as well as uh, l the luchador masks in addition to the luchador mask, I should say. Um, so uh, that's that that goes a long way in terms of convincing strangers to come see you, I would think, because let's say I'm like, oh, do you want to go watch a bunch of 40 year old dads play surf rock? I I'm, at, I'm assuming they're 40 at this point because Anyway, it's just if my math works out, I think they're probably in their mid forties. 
Um, but if I, yeah, if I said that to you, if I was like, you want to go watch a bunch of 40 year old dads play syrup rock at a bar, you might want to do it. I mean, you, you, you might say like, yeah, you know what? That doesn't sound too bad. Um, but you'll, I think there will be a higher chance that you'll say yes. If I said there's a bunch of 40 year old dads playing syrup rock at a bar and they're wearing luchador masks with three piece suits or something that adds to the experience of going to see that band, even if for some it might seem gimmicky that has gotten people through the door by just you know the nature of like being dressed up in a memorable funny way it's it it's that threshold uh you know it's conducive to getting people across that threshold to go see you even once and if they see you once and they remember who you are and they're like hey that's that band that wore luchador masks the chances are they might want to come see you again and i think that that really works for them and that's a great like that's a great way to um add value on the you know the experience of going to see that band live uh, apart from their music alone because uh you know keeping uh surf rock relevant and i've talked about this before uh is important but it's also a uphill battle in many ways because it's not enough to play a straight-ahead version of the genre anymore because it's it's not really a novel sound. Um, alternatively, if you were going to play a straight-ahead interpretation of the genre, you'd, be, uh, you'd better be really good at your instrument um, so that the music can kind of speak for itself. Coincidentally, this is true of any art music, quote-unquote, um, which is to say any music that requires you to study up on the on the tradition and the performance practice as a consequence of that music either being niche or removed from our own current historical context or cultural context. Um, and I said last week that I enjoyed uh, the Appalache album by the Jaguars, but I don't think that they could have released even another album or or even two albums uh, that that sounded the way that Appalache did uh, without it getting stale in any case, because that album by and large is a straight ahead interpretation of that same 60s sound. I, I said in that episode that the, the album is just riddled with um, uh, callbacks and homages to that, that decade in particular. Uh, so check out that episode if you haven't already. Um, and yeah, that may have been novel at the time, that, that sound in the 60s. But uh, unless you're either changing it or playing it better than everyone else, uh, its staying power begins to wane. Or at, rather, your staying power as a band, if you're doing that kind of thing, or as, a, as an act, begins to wane if you're not adding extra value on, onto that experience. Um, and that sounds really cynical. I mean, obviously, if you want to go do that, go do it. Like nobody's, but I think from a com commercial viability standpoint, uh, I think that holds true. Like there are certain things that you can do for your show to be more lucrative, to get bodies through the door. Um, but yeah, obviously, no one's telling you to compromise your artistic integrity if if you have no interest in doing that whatsoever. Um, but yeah, um, obviously you can do things to mitigate, um, uh, your staying power, uh, 
taking a nosedive musically speaking you can do things to mitigate that um by in the way of you know writing really catchy melodies if you're going to play instrumental surf rock or having bizarre instrumentation and here in the case of low straight jackets uh you know they dress in a memorable way uh thereby contributing to the overall experience and i think that's something that they do really well and this ep is consistent with that it's you know it's if you were to check out the liner notes and you're and you're seeing all of these covers that they've done from TV, um, you might be inclined to like kind of chuckle at that and be like, yo, that's a really funny idea. I've never thought of doing TV song covers in the style of surf rock. So I think it's just consistent with like their image as like, whoa, that's so funny. Haha, <laughs> luchador masks. Uh you know quirky um but it gets your attention which i think that not enough bands uh do (laughs) quite frankly and um it's funny because this is actually not the only example of a surf rock band that wears masks (laughs) um the other surf rock band that comes to mind is actually uh daikaiju which is um a band of four or five uh, uh, musicians and they wear kabuki theater masks like Japanese theater and they um, they also all of their albums have like a a Japanese monster movie theme where it, and it extends even to uh, to their alias or their stage names because they don't use their real names they uh, I think they like in, in the spirit of being like, oh, Mothman or like uh, whatever, like uh, Mutant Turtle Man, they actually name themselves like Bass Man and uh, Guitar Man. Like they don't use their real names. Uh, and I think even on stage, if I remember correctly, they don't uh, they don't actually talk um, to sort of like uh, uh, contribute to, to that to that image of like just being weird um b movie japanese monster uh people <laughs> and uh say what you will like that you know it that is super effective with respect to creating an image around your music and getting back to low straight jackets yeah i think that this is um you know it's the same it's the same kind of thing it's just it's a it's a good way to to sort of um to sort of just be memorable uh yeah this is a bit of a mini episode this week i i didn't have as much time as i would like to uh come up with um to come up with and uh research uh bands very thoroughly so i chose little straight jackets uh and their and an ep which i'm not going to play any musical examples uh, of just to sort of uh, get this out on time but I promise that I'm working on um, pro- it'll pro- the, you'll probably get a longer episode next week um, and next week I haven't decided I think I'm choosing either between uh, Leica and the Cosmonauts and uh, Man or Astro Man so you'll be getting some more surf rock um, yeah so be on the lookout for that uh, follow King Lobster Crew on our socials if you want Uh, Check out the other episodes of the podcast if you haven't already. And uh, yeah, have a good one. See ya.
actually, I wanted to add something uh, before these ep- this episode ends for good. This is editing Vita now uh, talking. Uh, if if I needed to sum up this uh, this EP, because actually I didn't talk about it too much musically, um, it would be like come for the novelty, stay for the musicality, because this the the tremolo picking in particular um, is actually some of the more clean that I've that I've heard on a. Uh, on an album in a, in a while actually because um y- you'd be surprised but for for being such an important part of this subgenre uh genre whatever you want to call it um there's a lot of bands that like have very not so technical tremolo picking um and uh you know there's ways that you can kind of hide it by like putting uh your distortion way up but uh yeah those straight jackets good tremolo picking uh good single stroke rolls from the drummer uh they were very clean as well um what else uh comping if you want to call it comping from the uh the second guitarist uh pretty tasteful it did its job uh oftentimes you know any comping quote-unquote from like the rhythm guitar will be a sort of ostinato uh sort of in lockstep for the most part with the snare drum um but yeah uh come for the novelty stay for the musicality uh i liked this ep and uh you should check it out see ya